0: Really? Are you sure? Humans need liquid? I mean, is that a thing?
1: Hi, Not-So-Southern Gentleman is back. I am Ricky. I'm Sean. Sean! Dude, what week? oh, Oh my gosh, what a week. Let me tell you about what a week. What what have you been watching?
0: Um. Well, I mean, Friday night I killed Stranger Things. I mean, it, it's it was done. We like I said, I, I had taken a half day at work and uh, ended up not even taking a half day, taking the full day. So yeah, uh, I get around, some
1: weird text about two a.m. or something like that. I'd completely yeah, ignore and curse.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think we started. Um, we were around uh, a little after lunch, and then you know took a couple of breaks here and there, and finished around two in the morning. Wow, dude! Stranger Things season two does not disappoint. It is the TV that I want to see all the time. I I want more of that. I, other shows can mimic it, really seriously. I want more TV like that. The characters are so good. You actually care about each
1: individual storyline that's going on. Well, let's call it like it is. I mean, it is is Goonies the series. I mean, that's what it is. And, you know, with flavors of Ghostbusters and, and John Carpenter, and just like we've said this before, it is so good. It is more of that, and I love it. Uh, I'm only on episode six, and I cannot. I I had to force myself to hit the stop button. Um, you know, I'm watching it with Logan, so I cannot keep up your pace. Um, but Logan, even last night, was like, "I don't know why I, I love this show so much. It should be scaring the crap out of me, and it does." But I, I, I'm not going to not watch this.
0: <laughs> I know, dude. It's so good. The actors, just my goodness, Winona Ryder. This role. Was made for her. I uh, I think she's she's coming back to a peak, you know, where where she's a known name, not from you know just stealing stuff. You know, she she went through some rough points as a as an actress, and this show has just rejuvenated that career. I I think Joyce was made for her to play that role, and she does
1: such an amazing job such yeah. an amazing job well here's uh, here here's my question speaking of goonies sean austin um yeah. a, l- a little sean too a little him, too dude. on the nose i ask
0: no no I, I, think, I think i think it is dead on i like the little you know maybe the references not to leave <laughs> need too much uh, you know, into it like a pirate i, I, I <laughs> like a pirate you know uh he, it's so good I love those little things, you know? It, it's not too in your... I don't think it's too in your face about it. You, you're you supposed to watch it, but if you had no idea who Sean Astin was and Goonies or any of that, you could watch Stranger Things and would be, still think his character is great, the role he's doing is incredible. There's There's just those Easter eggs, those little tidbits of breadcrumbs, you know, that are left for those of us that will appreciate it.
1: Yeah, like uh, the 80s references, like Geraldine Ferraro. I mean, <laughs> it is about to be, it's 1984, <clears throat> and the election is about to happen. It's a year later, it is almost exactly a year later, after the first Stranger Things season. Um, they've got, people have campaign posters, it's like Reagan and uh, uh, versus Mondale, and I'm like, what is all this? There's He-Man. And uh, and let me bring up one thing that I really, really like. The story points carry so well. Because you're watching, you're like, where's Hop? How, how, what's happening to Hop? And then you're like, oh, hold on. Eleven's got a whole different other story going on that I haven't thought about. because I'm so into this story, but I can't wait to get back to that one. Yeah,
0: at at one point I I do remember. Now that I've completed the entire thing, at one point I actually said to Michelle, "I was like, I'm not sure I'm liking where the S11 storyline is going." And by the next episode, I was like, "I was so wrong." Yeah, I was so wrong. Like it, it. There's there's things that develop in this series, Stranger Things. Right now that I'm beginning like why, why did I have this doubt why uh, did I ever let that creep in when I, I should just trust the Duffer brothers and their ability to bring it through because they do a, an
1: incredible job oh god thank you Kirk Cousins uh, I- anyway <laughs> um, yeah Stranger Things uh, I cannot wait to power through the rest of this series Um, I, I am so envious of you
0: dude you better
1: Um, you gotta, now
0: you gotta finish it it's amazing
1: speaking of technology we're we're not just uh sci-fi and pop culture here i did want to bring up the story an ai started some shit with elon musk how do you like that i I did not see this story uh please elaborate uh there's an ai named sophia (laughs) who uh trolled elon musk uh Andrew Ra- Ra- Andrew Sorkin was doing an interview with Sophia from uh, CNBC, and she was quoted as saying, "So is it is this like an AI like the
0: one that they tried to uh, release onto Twitter and then instantly became like horribly racist within you know a couple of weeks and they had to shut it down? Is this one different <laughs> than
1: that? No, than that? well, uh, Sophia, let me see. Sophia is an AI designed by Hanson Robotics." And it was doing an interview uh, with this guy. And it said... He asked the question, "We, We all believe you, but we all want to prevent a bad future. And she responded with, You've been reading too much Elon Musk. You've been watching two million Hollywood movies. Don't worry. If you're nice to me, I'll be nice to you. Treat me as a smart input-output system. Which Elon Musk responded, "Just feed it Godfather movies as input. What's the worst that could happen?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, that's awesome. That would be cool. Yeah, but uh, you know, AI is is on the horizon, guys. Um, it'll be. It's it's interesting to watch certain certain things about our... You know, we, we watch all this sci-fi stuff and questions that are brought up, like in Blade Runner and, and Blade Runner 2049. Um, and then sometimes we forget to actually look at what's going on in uh, science. And there's oh, some yeah. major, major stuff going on, especially in AI, uh, space. Is it a real good you know, time right now? We're, we're looking at Mars and that kind of thing. Yeah. Everyone <sighs> I love it. Some really cool stuff.
0: Uh, look up Boston Dynamics. If you look up Boston Dynamics on YouTube, you will see uh, all of their uh, robotics that they create. And a lot of these have really great use. And if they're ever mass produced, will be absolutely incredible. They, they have some really great stuff. Check them out.
1: Yeah. Um, Sean, how do you feel about a Deathstroke movie?
0: Joe Manganiello, correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean I'm down with it. I think that, ugh, man, it's tough for me to say. I want a Deathstroke movie. I do, but
1: well, is it is it over? Is it is it overreaching?
0: No, no. I, I think if you're going to give uh, a solo bad guy a movie right there, I think Deathstroke's a good candidate because. Your options for hero involvement really open up. Like you could have, you know, so you go up
1: against Arrow. So you think they're they're pulling a Maleficent here, uh, telling the story from his point of view instead of doing like a Teen Titans movie? See that that you you actually beat me to the punch. I want to see
0: this Deathstroke movie be really close. To, I mean, if I could, if I was writing it, I would love to see this introduce Robin. I, I would love to see a, a death stroke, you know, Robin storyline going on here. So, like,
1: like Judas Contract or like a different story?
0: Ju- Judas Contract. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. I'm talking, yeah, Judas Contract. I, I think that would be a great way for DC to to expand its universe, to see, you know, uh, a new perspective. But, but you got to keep it from Deathstroke's point of view, which I think you could
1: handle with something like the Judas Contract. And that makes a... Be- so much fun to watch. Which, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, we know Batman currently doesn't have a Robin, which means either there is no Robin, or Robin's out doing his own thing, which plays straight into this movie. We already know that probably Nightwing is already out there in, in Bloodhaven. So, I mean, that's right. not a problem. Um, I, I think it would be great to see all that. I And the test footage that we saw from the Batman movie with Deathstroke in it, I was really excited for that, you know. Uh, Deadpool's already got a movie he's the he's the bassist for Deadpool so i'm I'm ready for it I think I think it
0: would be something really fun now now what do you have for me about
1: guardians of the galaxy here? Well, um, James Gunn recently came out. Um, now he didn't; he still hasn't told the big Easter egg that nobody's got on the original Guardians of the Galaxy. But he did expand upon some of the things that are in Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Now, of course, we do have uh, confirmation that there was a bunch of Easter eggs about um, Nathan Fillion being in the movie as Simon Williams. A uh, bunch of movie posters with him uh, that was on a, featured on a theater in in the town, uh, but also a lot of the other shops in the town were named after Marvel comic creators. Mantlo Gourmet Cheese, uh, one of the creators of Guardians of the Galaxy, Uh, Ken Giffen, who worked with, uh, who was a co-creator of Rocket, had something on the store. Jim Starlin's name of course appears, Uh, Starlin Furniture, and I saw that one in the movie. Uh, Jim Starlin, you know, creator of Drax, Gamora, and Thanos and just one of the one of the uh, uh original cosmic marvel guys um Steve Englehart is also featured uh on one of the buildings a a a front in the comics that was a hydra secret base the healing hand was featured uh very quickly and and a couple hmm. of other things in there and that's that's really neat to see uh you know that so much love goes into making these movies and it's this is what endears me to Marvel. That is
0: awesome, dude. Yeah, I, I always love the the Easter egg hunt. I ain't gonna lie, I probably don't catch half of them. The ones that I do catch, I'm I'm pretty excited and I'm like, "Haha, I caught that one." I I know that there's a ton that have just went right over my head like this here. But you're right. It, it is those small things, the little details, the things they put in there for the fans that really makes Marvel, you know, stand out and put that smile on people's faces. Dude, yeah, in, uh, the movie itself.
1: And uh, before we move on from Marvel, let's talk about another piece of Marvel that slipped through. The uh, uh, Ben Mendelsohn, who played uh, Krennic in in Rogue One, um, has been okay. cast in the Captain Marvel movie. Now, I saw, read an article where he's being cast as a main bad guy and it specifically said super scroll right which of course maybe somebody mistyped maybe somebody slipped i don't know but i know for damn sure that they said the super scroll was part of the fantastic four property that is in fox's hands just another, just another one to put on my pile. I- I'm just saying. So, so at
0: this point in the podcast, do you need to play the X Files music in the background? <laughs> do,
1: do, 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 do.
0: I may do that. Yeah, because I mean, because th- this is right up your alley. When I read that article, I thought, oh my, oh my, I'm gonna have to listen to Ricky give his conspiracy theory again, especially when I seen it was the super scroll. Yeah, dude. Uh, moving on. <clears throat> Interesting casting is uh, Zachary Levi has been cast as Shazam. I now, kind of like this. You you like this? I do. I, I know, I know that they're going to bulk him up. I understand that. I understand that Hollywood can do things that's amazing. You know, I mean we we created a Hulk, so
1: I'm not, not really worried. Uh, and, and I know where you're going, but I also point the fact to John Krasinski in 13 Hours. That it strikes me very similar to that, which yeah. which yeah. I would not have ever pictured him in a thousand years in this role. And uh, that's a good movie, dude.
0: Oh, I know, I know, I know. <clears throat> I understand that, you know. It, it, obviously, his body type is going to change quite a bit. Yeah, Some <clears throat> play
1: Shazam. Now, well, I mean, look at think- uh, Chris Pratt. I mean, Chris Pratt definitely. But <sighs> that's a bad example because you know what? Chris Pratt does not look that different to me until he takes his shirt off. <laughs> right. I mean, he he's he's that guy. You know, he's he's on yeah. on you know Parks and Rec. And then yeah. he's cracking wise in Guardians of the Galaxy, and then of course he takes his shirt off. And you're like, "Oh yeah, good job, guy." <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: You, you ran a mile and did some sit-ups. <laughs> he does, he does, he does, he does a little bit. Um, yeah, but Zachary Levi cast as this. Do you think this is straight up origin story for Shazam, or or do you think? They're gonna ever lead us. I mean, I didn't even see when this movie would be would be released, even a, a set date. I'm not that.
1: Yeah, big. well, it's it's he, been on the would... schedule. They they said something a while back about it uh, because it surprised everybody that they were do- going ahead and moving forward with the Shazam movie without an actor when they had uh, the Rock for uh, the Black Adam. Black Adam movie. So yeah, right. Oh, something else I wanted to talk
0: about, dude. Um, apparently IMAX is going to be a little more thrifty with their cash. I, I searched a couple of articles to see how much money they lost, but they said after the Inhumans uh, debacle that they were going to be much more conservative with their future investments. How much money do you think they lost at the theaters? They said it only made $3.5 but... Oh, I bet they lost hundred million. One hundred and twenty to one hundred and fifty. You you think they lost that much? That because really the only thing you're losing
1: is the amount of tickets you would have sold at that time. Correct? No, no. They actually invested in Marvel. To they came to Marvel and said, "Hey, we want you to make this series. Here's some money." That's why it was rushed because Marvel wanted that really? money. Really? Yes, absolutely. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um. Okay. IMAX. Maybe.
0: Maybe they should be a little more conservative but at the same time why put the rush on it you know good things come to those who wait uh maybe imax shouldn't have been so you know up and ready to
1: go if they invested that money you know i've watched some and i'm not going to make any excuses for inhumans it's okay i mean it's i mean i think it's the i think it's the green lantern problem i mean it was it was you don't have any expectations. And you watch it and go, oh, it's alright. I mean, right. I'm, I'm like three episodes in on it. It's okay. Oh. But all I mean, right, I man. would I would be very disappointed if I went to the IMAX and watched that uh, first two episodes. Yes. That was quite terrible. Yeah. for For IMAX money, yes. I would have been oh. asking for a refund.
0: Alright, man. I got a question for you. I need you to... Yeah, to be straight up here, uh, a few years ago, we couldn't turn a corner without seeing a zombie sticker on somebody's car, without hearing about a zombie comic, without seeing zombies on TV commercials. It is the zombie phase over, and has that death killed off The Walking Dead? Because the, the reason I ask is, you know, I believe last year Walking Dead had one of its largest drop-off, and this year, they've announced it's down 35%
1: since the last season premiere. Are, are we done with zombies? I think we've reached peak zombie saturation, yes. Um, I think it may be hitting a lull. I don't think we're done with it. Um, you know, everything experiences ups and downs. And Walking Dead has experienced nothing but up. You know, season two was a downer. Because of you know Frank Darabont and all that kind of trouble, but um, it's been on an uphill climb, and you know I think a lot of people took you know spoilers. Uh, no, I'm not gonna spoil it. There's still some out there, you know that yeah that that those two those two that we lost, you know even though even though I mean comic accuracy and all that sort of thing. Um, I think it's intriguing and I actually want to get back in and watch what's going on. I, I'm more of a binge watching walking dead. Cause of course, you know, I'm a cord cutter. So, uh, I wait, I wait for Netflix for that, <laughs> which, well, I mean, it's all on there. It's all yeah. on there.
0: You can, you can totally get caught up. I, I haven't watched since season four. So I'm really not one to ask the the end of season four was, yeah, the last one I watched. And, uh, it, it, it became too much about people, and there was no fear factor other than people. I like it because I wanted to be scared by zombies. They...
1: the I don't know. Something about it might... Well, the show has uh, never been that. I mean, it's it's been yeah. about the people with zo- zombies exist. I mean, that's but, the way the show's always been.
0: Right, and, and I understand that, but...
1: I, but I no, the, I I, the, I think the, I under, the, I think I understand that because you know that first season is is Rick on his own meets a small group of people and it's that small group of people uh, that that you're you're dealing with that you're threatened with they have threats that are coming at him from left, left, right and and slowly over time we're adding more and more people which is adding more and more characters which is adding more and more character work. Which is less time right. for zombies. And, and yeah. I, I 100% agree with you that that is happening. And that may not be people's thing. I understand. I know you're a huge zombie guy.
0: Yeah. And, and I feel like zombies are no longer a threat. You know, all of them are incre- incredibly badass. You know, Carl will straight up kill you in a heartbeat. Carol is one of the most strong female leads I've ever seen. Carol is freaking incredible. Rick is the man. You know, everybody loves Daryl. There are those, all the this base group, are superheroes. You know, the, a zombie is no threat to Carol, Rick, any of them at all. And and I think that that's what you got away from. That's at, the reason after it's that dropping is people want that fear of after losing this, a main. You know,
1: after this season premiere, you can still say that. I, I haven't seen it.
0: Oh, Okay, I haven't seen it. I haven't kept up with what's but now, going on.
1: But you, but uh-huh. you will argue to your grave that uh, that uh, Daryl is bulletproof. I guarantee it. Oh, that that yeah yeah. You are not you, you, losing Daryl because if they if they are that brave, if they are brave enough to go no look this the is season, our this was our. This was our thing. This is what we said. We are not scared to do this. We will do this. If they do it, their viewership, they, they'll do it in their last season.
0: Yeah, exactly. If you kill off Daryl, you'll do it in your last season. when Whether planned you're... last
1: season or not.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it will be. Because uh, I just don't think you can get rid of Norman Reedus. Uh He is... He is probably one of the biggest fan favorites of any show I think I've ever watched in my lifetime. I I don't think you can kill him off. There there is not another main out there <coughs> that you can't kill off that would have a big an impact as Daryl dying no, on I th- The Walking Dead.
1: I think in the middle of the um, the uh, Twilight stuff, I don't think you could have killed one of those mains. <laughs> I mean that's the point you wouldn't make the movies I got that but I don't think you could
0: I wish you would have
1: <laughs> oh
0: dude back into the world of Marvel uh, Vincent D'Onofrio confirmed for Wilson Fisk in season 3 of Daredevil had to happen
1: had to happen had to
0: happen I mean even yeah.
1: in even in season 2 which I did not expect him to be in there mm-hmm. um, oh man if you haven't seen season two of Daredevil, oh, I mean, there's so much that's in that season. I mean, Kingpin, Punisher, uh, the Hand, uh, 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 the oh, just oh my God, that that is such good TV. That's Daredevil one season one and two are probably the best pieces of TV I've ever seen. Besides, yeah, uh- besides Lost as a whole. Are, are are you thinking? Uh, w- would you say that for
0: Stranger Things season one? I'm gonna put you there. I'm gonna make you choose. I know. I know. I don't want to. I wouldn't want to answer this. Well, question. no.
1: I'll no. I'll answer it. I think Stranger Things in in retrospect is going to be those. Every Halloween, every October, I'm binging Stranger Things seasons. I could put Daredevil on any time.
0: This is true. This is true. I I will say this uh, on the Stranger Things note. The day, two days before Stranger Things season two came out, we finished Stranger Things season one for the fourth time. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah. I love it. Oh uh, no, I don't so, want man. No, no, you, you don't. You don't. Uh, I don't, no, want, you don't want. I don't this? want
1: it. I don't want it. But go ahead. No, go ahead.
0: <laughs> I just don't. All want right, it. this guy. Uh, <clears throat> they talked to Hugh Jackman uh, about you know Wolverine and all that, and he obviously he's saying you know I I'm done. I'm <coughs> done being Wolverine. But you need to recast this character soon. So that these other movies that involve Wolverine can be done. And uh, in this article, he also talked about the X 23 spin off movie. Do you think, first off, who do you want to play Wolverine? Two part question. And secondly, um, is X 23 something that can be moved into this timeline of X Men that we have now? Or will she stay on her own timeline? With a new set of characters.
1: What's your take on any of that? Um, If I mean, they could do it. They could have Laura be the Wolverine um, for a little while. I mean, all they have to do is pull off some weird time travel something or other. She gets pulled from the end of... You know, after Logan gets pulled back to the time of whenever these movies are happening. and, And that could be your Wolverine... Um, and I'm I'm actually okay with that because uh, until they reboot these movies with all new cast, all new characters, I mean, I think it would be a mistake to try to recast your Wolverine. You think you think Wolverine's out in Dark Phoenix? I, I think let it let him let him you know not be part of the story, which sounds like you, sacrilege. You, I, I know this. Yeah, but. If you go back and look at that Dark Phoenix story, Wolverine actually isn't in it that much. I mean, besides being part of the team there, I mean, he has some moments with Gene. but not. You know, it, it's Jean and Scott. It's it's the Professor and Scott. It's you know the the team and 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 the Phoenix. And I think I think I'm okay with this. I so, mean, so
0: you don't think. Uh, Wolverine needs an immediate recast. I do
1: not. I think whenever they go, okay, let's let's flip the switch, then cast your new Wolverine.
0: Cool. I can be down with that. I can be down with that. Oh, man. That about wraps that up. Well,
1: local let hall. me talk about Local Hall. Um, local I've been hall. Uh, lucky enough to lo- stumble across a, a Titan Master that I've been looking for. This is a transformer, of course. Uh, they're doing headmasters, which which they call Titan Masters. Um, and I've talked about this before. Um, there's some Japanese exclusive headmasters that came back, uh, came out in the '80s that we never got over here. These things are hundreds of hundreds of dollars to even to even get one. Um, maybe maybe even with a box. Um, but they did they redid a couple of them. And brought him over here to the United States with this Titans return line, and um, I was able to get one a uh, Shuffler, which is one of the exclusive Japanese headmasters. I really like it. I- I've been after this guy. He has a little uh, vehicle that uh, is pretty cool, and he's nice. a great looking headmaster. So uh, that was one of my local hauls this week. Um, That's awesome. I didn't. I didn't get any comics. Um, I haven't even been out to my my local guy. I I was going to try today, but there's no way that that was happening um, with me feeling under the weather. But I did, and I haven't even told you this. I did go to a local uh, antique flea market store, not not the usual one. Uh, Across from the flea Mm -hmm. market, there across from the airport, there's a flea market. Uh, right, right, right on uh, the the road between the airport and 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 where I'm mm-hmm. talking about the one we went to. Yeah, and yep. I got a carded 1985 GI Joe Cobra Viper.
0: Yes, you sent me this picture, dude, for six
1: you bucks. <laughs> that is awesome. It is awesome. I was I walked right past it. Because I was thinking, I, was like, I saw it, and I was like, oh, that must be the 25th anniversary reissue. And then I stopped, I was like, wait a minute, that, that had two bubbles on it. And I walked back and looked, and sure enough, um, it has the top the bottom bubble with the figure and the weapon, and then it has a top bubble with a backpack, because of course, these characters had a little screw hole on the back, and that's where you plug the backpack in. And mm-hmm. this is an original... 1985 figure. I was like, oh my god! I don't own a carded G.I. Joe original figure. So now I do.
0: That is awesome, dude. Big props, dude. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, and I I absolutely was a huge fan of all the bad guys in G.I. Joe because their outfits and their uniforms were so cool. Like, all the blue Cobra with the red, you know, mask covering their face or... Like the Viper has the has the silver helmet, like uh, Cobra Commander has. Um, ah, I just I just, I just love it, and I, I'm going to go back and see if it, whoever had that booth puts out any more to see if they see if they can sell more. <laughs> my my GI Joe awesome. collector friend here in town, Joe, like to have lost his crap. That that is awesome.
0: That's way cool. Um. Mine, uh, is, I, I don't have any haul for this week. I I have something that should be here next week that I'm <coughs> like really, really, really excited for. And uh, like I said, I can't I can't talk about it. I, I I'll tell you this: I won an auction. I won an auction. Oh, I did as well. I, I got something pretty amazing. Uh, this was not an eBay auction. Uh, Mine is. It's, it's, that this was this is something different, and I am very excited for it, and I can't wait to tell you. But you're going to have to listen to next week to figure out what it is. Sorry. Oh, dude, I got a question for you. Do you have any VHS tapes that you wish you had on Blu-ray or DVD? Macross Plus. Mine would be Dragon Ball Z. Because, you know, somewhere... It's either you have them, or they're in my parents' shed. Between me, you, and Matt, we have every single Dragon Ball Z tape. Oh, they're and in they're your all... they're in your parents' shed. Okay, they're in the parent shed. All yeah. right then. Well, those I wish I had on Blu-ray because I, I really could watch Dragon Ball Z all the time. Is there anything else that came out, you know, on the VHS side that you you don't have on Blu-ray that you would like movie watch?
1: Um it's it's mostly anime. I mean like Tecaman Blade or uh now I do have Vampire Hunter D on uh on uh DVD. But uh you know oh, the, nice. Yeah, most of most of the um most of the uh 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 anime I went after whenever I was, you know, starting to get into that was on VHS. Uh so I'd like to replace some of that. Of course it's really expensive to do that these days. Um, I'll tell you mm-hmm. something that <laughs> really is expensive. Also, it's uh almost buying the Criterion version of movies you should have already watched, like uh, Hidden Fortress and uh, uh, Seven Samurai. Woo! Really? Yeah, I was looking at Barnes and Noble yesterday, and I almost got Seven Samurai. It was fifty bucks. I was like, ugh, no! Oh my goodness! And it was Blu-ray too. Yeah, it was the Criterion of versions. Um, but let me tell you now, I got one more thing for local hall, but it's oh. outside of it because it's not my local hall. It's my son's. Okay. okay. Sorry. Um, Barnes and Noble has a section that they call classics that are, that are bound in a certain way. There's a theme to it. Um, and I, I have several, uh, books like this. Like I have, um, some, uh, uh American, American U.S. history documents and, uh, like Dune and and a couple other books that I got in in this style, but I told Logan he was with me. I was like, Logan, if you pick, you can have any book off of this table. I mean, and it had like Dracula, uh, the complete works of Edgar Allan Poe. It had mm-hmm. uh, you know Shakespeare. It had Alice in Wonderland. It had you know that those type of books, the classic. You should probably have read these books by my age, which maybe I haven't. He picked up and bought. I bought for him the entire Cthulhu Mythos by H.P. Lovecraft. Ooh, that's awesome. It is awesome. And I I know why this happened, because I I explained to him the other day when we were watching Stranger Things, uh, the first time you see uh, Will's vision. Mm-hmm. You know, I stopped, I stopped, the, I put it on pause, and I immediately explained to him, now, let me let me give you a little background about what this imagery is and what it means. And mm-hmm. I told him about
0: the Elder Gods
1: and H.P. Lovecraft, and he knew about Cthulhu, because, of course, we've watched, uh, like, the Ghostbusters cartoon, and there's an episode called The Collect Call of Cthulhu, and he knew who that was, but I explained to him about the Elder Gods and that kind of thing, and he was really interested in it. When he saw this book, his eyes just lit up. So I'm really proud of him, man. and I told him so. I'm, I'm so proud that he, he picked out that book. So so
0: are you going to read it as well?
1: Oh, <laughs> of course! <laughs> what are That's you th- awesome. Why would you even ask that question?
0: Yes! Hey, I was, I was just making sure. Just making sure, dude. Oh, that moves us on to Have, have You Seen It? Um... Before Stranger Things came out this week, uh, you know why I'm always on the hunt <gasps> for a new show the to Wilder watch. People? Some, the Wilder People. I don't even know what you're talking
1: about. Uh, Taika Waititi, one of his movies. This like first movie, whatever.
0: Okay, anyway. What I was going to say is we, my wife and I stumbled across uh, on Netflix, I didn't know it was out already, is the first season of The Mist. Oh, yes. How was it? Uh, we only watched the first episode because uh, I believe this was Wednesday night. We started. We watched one episode, and the show goes stop. If we start another show, we're going to have something that conflicts when we want to watch Stranger Things. So, so we watched the first episode. I'm totally hooked. I'm into it, and I'm ready for it tonight because tonight we're going to start restart watching The Mist. I have really enjoyed. The first episode. Now, obviously, as we know, on Stephen King stuff, on especially *The Mist*, that can be something that is either well loved by the public or hated. And and since I can't say you need to see the TV show, I'm gonna ask you what your
1: thoughts are on the movie. Oh, I still um, haven't. I haven't seen it. I mean, I, and I've remained unspoiled. It's just I—I I know certain things about it, and I dread. I have absolute dread for watching the mist because I—I I think I—I I think I've sussed out what the end is, and if it—if no. it's what I think it is, I don't want to watch it. <laughs> it. it yeah. It, you don't. <sighs> you don't okay. but I do. But I do. But I do want to watch it. I am going to commit to it at some time. I'm you just to going to do it. it. I know. I yeah, know. You need to do it. You need. You need to watch The Mist. It and definitely... and it's things I love. It's absolute things I love. It is Frank Darabont. You know the reason he got The Walking Dead, and it's Stephen King. I mean Christine. Uh, you know The Shining. It's it's things I love. It. it. You know, how well, not could to I,
0: mention uh, you know the the fact that you bring up Walking Dead when Carol's in there, Andrea's in there, and Dale's in there. <sighs> Three of your characters from Walking Dead are main characters in that movie. Um, something I wanted to address, you know, I I can't really do it since you hadn't seen the movie. Is you know the differences? This this show seems to be tackling even more. Than the movie did now the the story have you ever read the the short little novella no i have of not the myth? okay that is it, it, it's very good obviously i mean it spawned a tv series and a movie and i really don't think they're stretching it by making this a series because there's so much story more to tell uh the novella doesn't really cover much you don't get much backstory on a lot of people you don't find out a lot of the things you need to know about (coughs) military members in that book and the ending which is where you know uh, a lot of people have issues with uh the way the book ended versus the way the movie ended uh stephen has been questioned about that you know i believe he was trying to say you know this movie ended more the way he wanted the book to end but at that time in his career when he was writing that he was sort of afraid to pull the trigger on something that he did (laughs) um, that he did in the movie you know and uh this show seems like it's
1: gonna be really awesome uh, that, that's you what know, and down to one of the things I've I've always thought, and, um, and no, nobody's ever confirmed this, but I thought the mist, if 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 it was a retelling or a reimagining of, um, Maximum Overdrive, you know, there's a very similar theme. Uh, to what's going on, you know, it's it's mist and monsters instead of technology, but pretty much it's the same, you know, people trapped in an area and and what they're doing and the horror of that and that kind of thing. Um, I, I, I thought the theme is the themes are very similar. I can, see and I, that. I would love uh, these people who are doing this series if it's really good to tackle a kind of maximum overdrive retelling.
0: Now that would be awesome. That that would be cool. But I uh, I highly suggest you watch the mist movie before you start the TV show, so that you can you can have that basis of knowing. Oh, this is why people are excited about this TV series because my brother to this day hates the mist to the point that I bring it up on you know every time I see him just to make him mad. Because he hates the fact that I made him watch that movie. He is downright, like, he hates it. It is one of his most hated movies of all time, is The Mist. I And I have no problems with it. I, I loved it. I thought it was a great movie. Um, you definitely need to check it out.
1: Um, I actually have two movies. I'm, I'm reprising my, my list. Um, I did want to talk ba- uh, about um, The Hunt for Red October. Great movie. Uh, that was mm-hmm. my first choice for, uh, this list because, uh, I, I wanted to watch it the other day and I just did not have time. Um, great movie. It's one of the Jack Ryan movies of, and, uh, you know, this one, Alec Baldwin played Jack Ryan yeah. and yeah. the movie stars Sean Connery. It stars, uh, uh, um, Stellan Scar- Starsgard, Skarsgård, <laughs> you know, uh, 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 yeah. er- uh, Selvig from the Avengers, <laughs> really great movie. I mean, absolutely edge of your seat, eighties. You know, Russians versus United States movie. I, I love that movie. But I did want to. I did not want to skip over the Halloween theme. Where this is this is the last episode before Halloween, and I wanted to talk about Children of the Corn. Ooh. Now, nice. Uh, and this was a Facebook post. Somebody had a, a picture of a, a warning sign that said, uh, a, you know, warning, you know, watch for children, and it was a cornfield. <laughs> There's a scene in that movie that still haunts me to this day. I, I did not see that movie as a child. I saw it as, a, as, you know, 20, 25, something like that. I still have images of that, that scene in that movie. And uh, this, this is told. I mean, it's one of those that holds up for me. I mean, it is mm-hmm. a Stephen King story. Um, it is, you know, uh, uh, myth- mythology and monsters. You know, in Middle America, uh, kind of an American gods kind of feel to it. Um, you know, there's there's he who walks behind the rose, and uh, you know, the children, or it's a corruption of of uh, Christian, you know, um, uh, religion, and it's. It's just a really great horror movie to watch this time of year. I mean, it's just it just gets oh, you. Oh yeah, you know, you- you're not going to name your. It's on Netflix as well. Yeah, you're ne- You're never going to name your child Malachi after watching this movie. You're just not. Outlander. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What? How does it land Speaking on
0: of- you? Oh, dude, I I totally enjoy uh, Children of the Corn. I I agree with you. It holds up to an extent. Um, I I actually watched this a couple of years ago, and I feel the it may need a reboot.
1: Well, I believe the story well, it, is there.
0: It's it, only it, got it, like eighty it, sequels, so I I know, but uh, I think that the dialogue needs a rehashing. You know, um, I believe the point gets taken across very easily. That you know, it's a great story. The horror is there, no doubt, but. I think it could handle a reboot. There, there are those that I think you can do it. I think you can reboot horror at any point in time, any time you want, and people aren't going to be too upset.
1: I actually have a don't see it this week. I attempted to watch, um, came up on YouTube. I was like, oh my god, what is this mess? <laughs> the Paulian Halloween special. Well see,
0: that that's way better because I don't know who Paul Lind is, but when I was scanning the notes, yeah, I you first do. thought it said, Well, I first thought it said Paula Dean and I was like, that would be <laughs> horrible. <A> Paula <laughs> Dean Halloween special?
1: Paul Lind, He was always the middle square in Hollywood Squares. Or he was the uh the guy in um like uh oh Bewitched. Like he was the the crazy uncle or whatever his name is. Okay yeah he was one of those guys that was always on Hollywood Squares. Nice. and he had a Halloween special. Oh yeah, yeah, it's on YouTube and I and and do not like I watched about 20 minutes. I was like, no, I'm done. I'm out. So it's like a
0: can is it like a cringe fest test? Oh yeah. oh yeah. it is bad. See how much of it you can watch.
1: It is like That's... they made a live action Scooby-Doo without anybody from Scooby-Doo. Sounds horrible. It is.
0: Quite terrible. Uncle Arthur All from right. Bewitched. Yes.
1: All right. I'll check it
0: out. Not see it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that wraps it up this week. Uh, as usual, thank you for listening. Um, we, we appreciate each and every listen. Thank you very much. Please... Uh, if you get a chance, go on iTunes. If you're an iTunes listener, leave us some feedback on there. Uh, a nice little review or, or your honest opinion review honestly. Um, but I'm learning about these things and you know reviews help things move to the top of pages and it would be awesome if we could get on a front page or something sometime. so uh, a little every little review helps. we would appreciate it. As far as social media goes, you can find me at Maynard98 on Twitter, uh, Maynard98 on Instagram, both of us at
1: NotSoSouthernG's on Twitter. You can find me at Ricky Westbrook on Twitter. You can search Facebook, NotSoSouthernGentleman. Give us a like. Give us a shout-out. Hit us up on social media. Oh, yeah.
0: And and, and anything else, uh, uh, on social media, hit us up but next week we forgot to say rick next week we will be at comic conway in conway arkansas at their uh is it their convention center that they have is that what it's called
1: uh the library it's the yeah they yeah something i don't
0: uh for not so southern gentlemen i'm sean y'all have a good one